Check, check, check. When you talk about championship drought, you're talking about the big three. Hockey? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't have one of those teams in Atlanta. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's cool that that's cool that they won it. I, but you talk about a, a curse being lifted. It's got to be your, one of the major sports. What I don't understand is, so to get to the Super Bowl of soccer in the United States, you have to beat one team in a kind of a two-game playoff, right? And it, yeah, that's what I understand. And you, you have to end up with the most points over those two games. And then it's just a one-game. It's not a series. It's just a one-game thing. So I don't understand why you'd have to play two games to get there and then just one game, winner take all. It just seems a little backward. Yeah, I don't understand that. But that's... But I don't understand a lot about it. Well, so when I got to church, I have a couple of friends who are big soccer fans. And I said, they were so elated. And it was cool for them. But I said, yeah, but it's just kickball. You don't say that to a soccer fan. I did. And I will. Mm. I'll continue to say it's What do they do? Kick the ball, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, they do. It's kickball. Mm. Or football. 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 I, I tried to watch, what do they call it? The World Cup? No. What Atlanta just won. MLS Cup? Yeah, I tried to watch the game, the championship game. And I, I could only watch about three minutes. And I was like, it's not the World Cup. There's, like, World Cup is like everything is riding on it for your country. Yeah. And our stupid freaking country doesn't even have a team in the World Cup last year. It's like, do you watch, like... A some random swimming competition. Probably not, but you'll watch Michael Phelps or the Olympics and yeah. like live and die by it. Yes, absolutely. You don't want to see Sean White in a snowboarding competition in Colorado for some cup. You're like, no, that doesn't matter. But when the X Games come, you're like, yeah. Or I mean, when the Olympics, Olympics come, yeah. it's like, yeah, that's me too. The World Cup, it's it's a huge deal, or the Euro. But when it comes to just the MLS, I'm like. Mm-hmm. By the way, you're listening to the role players. After our long introduction, without an introduction, I am Arthur Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyway. It's our Christmas 2018 edition. Mm-hmm. Holiday Which, special. And we are in Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. We're, we're this is I guess we can call it unplugged or unscripted, or both. We are flying by the seat of our pants more more than usual. Yeah, because we we just <laughs> we're just here. We, we showed here. up. I've been eating cookies. I got half a cookie in front of me. Pound cake is long gone. Oh my gosh, I have a I have a piece in the freezer. Do you? <laughs> I'm saving it. I don't you know. Save for it what. like your wedding cake. Ah, uh, let's not go that far. <laughs> it's it's really good. A but year let's not from go now, we'll both eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it to, out to commemorate. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you know, December 18th, as we speak, uh, we're we're doing our show a little bit early because we both have a, a busy week at the end of the week so are you excited about christmas yeah are your kids excited who's more excited you or your kids kids yeah you, cooper bowen doesn't 
really he doesn't know what's going on. Not yet. No, but Cooper every every night now needs to be told what's going to happen on Christmas. So let's <laughs> talk about Christmas. And I said, all right, what do you want to talk about? Let's just talk about it, which means me going through, you're going to wake up and you're going to go downstairs the entire day. And then he, oh, that's, hey, he's a kid with a plan. <clears throat> yeah. Got like that. Yeah, my, my kids are really excited and I'm kind of, it's been tough for me to get in the Christmas spirit this year. I don't know what it is. What? I just don't know. I've just been running, running, running. Uh, and I feel like. You know, I try to pump out as much Christmas music as I can on my phone and in the car, and then I get to work. You can't and I, fake it. Yeah, you can't. I get to work, and I get pissed off about something, and I'm like, Arr. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I got a week. Some, I've got a week years, left. That's what it is, yeah. You really just got to, by Christmas Eve, you need to be in it. Yeah. So I made chocolate chip cookies last night to try to get in the spirit, and then I, I get home, and, and my wife tells me that there's something with the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> After we've had replaced our hot water heater, so I'm excited. I'm, maybe that's what's be, making me. That's be, the problem. Your Christmas spirit is. But I'm not a bah humbug. I'm just not like excited. Okay. So it's not like Christmas. Well, you can't be expected to be excited every single Christmas of your life. Last year, though, I was kind of excited about Christmas. I was really looking forward to it. Mm. And this year, you know, even with the extra week, I feel like we had an extra week. Because Thanksgiving was so early, we had this like extra week to mm. get prepared for Christmas, and it was just get fired up. I, I mean, we even um, I thought we we would be risque. We we have a topless Christmas tree. What does that mean? T- t- turn around and look at our Christmas tree. Uh-huh. Hey, the tops off of it? There's no top. It's topless. It's stubby. It is stubby. Stubby the tree. <laughs> so we go and buy our... We are a sports talk podcast, I promise you. But this is this is so my family. We, we go to this place to buy a Christmas tree, and they we go there every year because they all the proceeds go to um, help this uh, help this charity. Okay. And so I, I think that's a great cause. And, and so we get there, and it's like, wait a minute. We get there, and it's like, Almost all the Christmas trees are gone, and every mm-hmm. everything left looks absolutely like Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. And there's, and I'm in Hillary's. She's trying to make the best of it, and I was like, "We waited too long. We waited too long. We waited too long." And I look at this tree, and I'm like, "What's wrong with this one?" They're like, "Oh, it doesn't have a top." <laughs> I said, "You mean it's topless?" Yeah, imagine saying something's topless at a church, <laughs> Christmas tree lot, right? That's, I have no chill. So they're like, well, you can make us an offer. Everything has to go. So I said, this is. <laughs> you got the closeout sale. <laughs> I did. The clearance racket. I did. I Christmas did. Christmas tree place. So, uh, but we were excited. Well, I didn't notice. Well, and that's, I guess we're the only ones that noticed. So you could make a top for it. We, we, we thought about that, but we just decided that it was not going to be Don't the matter. best case scenario. Interesting <laughs> visitors, visitors all around here at nine, three, two studios. Has we there are, been anything happen on the field or court and sports since we were last here that matters at all? Uh, Tennessee beat Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Um, the Patriots lost twice, twice since we've been on the air, if I'm not mistaken. They lost to the Dolphins on that ridiculous. Didn't we 
Weren't we, we here since then? Were we? Uh, we might have not talked about it then. I talked to somebody about how the fact that the last two of those that I've ever seen work were both teams from Miami. Oh, the... the maybe that was you. Maybe it wasn't. No, it wasn't me. Okay. Yeah, that... Well, that was amazing. Yeah. That was great, actually. That And, and then the, the, the Patriots lose to the, what, the Steelers on yeah. Sunday? Yeah. They're fading. They're fading. Is Father Tom catching up to Tom Brady, or is it... I don't know. It seems to be more defense and his receivers, but I don't know. Maybe it is. I'm still still not going to bet against them. Right. I mean, when the tips are down and until Pittsburgh beats them when it counts, right? It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think I I have probably been I have not seen as much sports as I have normally have liked to because I've been so busy. There hasn't been much, and there hasn't been much to I mean, care about, and neither of us are Falcons fans, and the Falcons are, anyways. They did, they did win. Yeah, that's they were on good. They, they win when it doesn't matter. I, that's I mean, good. You know, I, I had the option of, of watching the Falcons play on Sunday or going and watching the Creekview Junior Grizzlies 7th grade basketball team play. Um, Sounds like you made the right choice. Yeah, I did. I, I think I did. Oh, I'm really thirsty. I'm sorry I'm lapping my water so loud. <laughs> oh, that's not me. That's our special guest, Shelby the dog. Shelby the dog coming in hot. Oh, my gosh. We're off the rails. So we're unscripted today. We, 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 um, I guess the big rumor right now is, is if we can jump right into Jalen. I'm sorry. Justin. Yeah. I'm st- now, Jalen stayed at his school for yeah. a while, so, although he's going to leave. So, yeah, so... The, Justin. So we got quarter, but but Jalen Hurts is going to be a grad transfer. Yeah, from what I understand. Yeah, and then Justin Fields, and so guess what team really believes they're that top top of the list for for each one of those quarterbacks. For each one. Yeah. It, well, it, Auburn is the home of transfer quarterbacks. That's well, all they. No, but but this team, it's a team that hasn't had much success recently. Auburn. All right. Um, they play in the southeast. Uh, their offensive line has poorly sucked, mm-hmm. and their last best quarterback stole crab legs. <laughs> so the Seminoles are are gonna get Jalen Hurts or Justin Fields. That's no. That's what Seminole Nation believes. Okay. And behind that offensive line, that quarterback is going to lead them to. This, Dethrone Clemson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then... Just like De- DeAndre Francois was going to do. Okay. That's interesting. Do now, they say what gives them this optimism? Well, they got a, they're going to get a new offensive coordinator. That's. Do they realize that when Justin Fields was being recruited and was down to Florida State and Georgia and Auburn, that it was Jimbo Fisher that was their coach and that's who Justin was wanting to go play for? Oh no! Do they think he just don't, loves don't you Tallahassee? Know that Willie Taggart was is the best is the second coming of. That's what's funny if they're they're just assuming that it'll be there because he was one of their finalists coming out of high school, but that was for Jimbo, that wasn't for Willie. Oh man! Oh man! I so, can only tell you I'm what they tell surprised. me. He left. The only whoa, like whoa, whoa. he hasn't left yet. Right. It's rumored. He entered. It's, this is it's my favorite. Hearsay. This is my favorite thing about this is the terminology that 
Justin Fields has entered the transfer portal. The NCAA transfer portal, which you log on, and it shows a list of everyone. You put in your name, and then coaches are allowed to contact you. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to ask for permission from your school. And it's uh, Justin Fields' name has not shown up yet in the NCAA transfer portal. And then it, this afternoon... Justin Fields is now in the NCAA transfer portal. I was like, that's the stupidest set. That sounds like a time warp or like some science fiction. He's entered the transfer portal. I mean. It's, it's, here's, here's the thing is, I don't know what has changed unless he thought that he was going to beat Fromm out this year. Which is, yes, now in the transfer portal. But here's, here's what I don't like. The I'm fine with him leaving. It's completely understandable. But the fact that Dan Wolken is saying that his parents are going to try to appeal and have him granted eligibility next year. Have you heard the reason why? No. Because their argument is that it's an unsafe, it's a hostile, unsafe environment at Georgia because that baseball player shouted a racial slur during the Tennessee game. And due to that, it's a campus that it's a environment that he doesn't feel safe in, and he should be allowed to leave and not have to sit out. That's their argument. Here, they also the same family who feels that it's not safe for him and he should be out able to leave. A month after that, their daughter signed to play at that same campus. Softball, yes. So. If it's unsafe, and that's the reason your son needs to be able to go play somewhere else, why is your daughter going to play right. there? Your son who's like 6'3 and 225 pounds, and it's, as a football player. It's just, they, they get they lawyered up with this lawyer who got like Shea Patterson eligible, which is completely different. Shea Patterson should have been. And they're going to argue that, that he should be able to play next year, which I don't like the restrictions anyways with these kids, but... That's what it is, and if you're seriously going to, with a straight face, argue that you should be able to transfer because it's a racist campus environment, that's the dumbest stuff I've ever heard. Well, if that's the case, then he can't go to Auburn, Alabama, Mississippi, Mississippi State, (laughs) Southern Miss, Texas, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Did we miss anybody? Oh, I didn't say Florida State. He could come to Georgia Tech? Yeah, well, I don't know. The... If you are now going to allow people to leave because of things that a single individual in the stand says at any given game that gets called out, yeah, like if if a fan says, "Hey, you suck," I, you know, get it. Wait a second, that guy. Mm, mm, now that and that's, I don't feel comfortable. And that guy was dealt with. Oh yeah, swiftly dealt with. Right, he's gone. <laughs> I know, man. It's just the absurdity of it. You had me until you do that, and then I lose some respect for you. Man, that's a tough one. But yeah, he hasn't officially left. Here's here's the thing. is It was leaked by someone. It wasn't leaked by Georgia, and it apparently wasn't leaked by Fields or his family. So it was leaked either by another program or something. But he, what it was, the way I understand it is that he's, he was exploring and wanting to see what's out there. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be able to get a waiver. If he couldn't get a waiver, he was considering just staying because he'd have to sit a year anyways. Right. But then it got out. I don't know. I don't know what you do at this point, but it's not necessarily that he was going to leave 100%, but 
now it's become a huge mess, which this is the Georgia way everything happened. I mean, honestly, is there anywhere else where you'd get this super generational quarterback and then they transfer? Like, Clemson has five-star transfer. Right. Bama has had five-star quarterbacks transfer. Is it ever a public spectacle where they're going to say something like this, like the goofy argument that, and this will get dragged out and become a big thing? Now, they tried to make uh, Jalen Hurts kind of a spectacle, but... And mm-hmm. Kelly Bryant kind of made his a spectacle when he said he was been he's been disrespected or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but he, he didn't said. say it was a racist campus because no. one drunk student said something dumb. In no, the no. I That's mean, come what on, I'm saying come on. You know, news media has to sell some kind of story, right? And what's what's easy to sell in this kind of environment? Yes, race. Yes. All you have to do is do a little bit of race Ding. baiting. I mean, and then you just say, hey, 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 wait. I mean, go there, play where you want. Right, right. I mean, what do I have to say? Man, I feel oppressed by Whitey. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And, I, and for the record, I'm black. Mm-hmm. So I can say that. Oh Technically, I could say that Whitey is oppressing me too. You could. I mean, you could. We could all say that. I mean, but why don't we just say, call it a spade a spade and say, you know what? I thought I was going to be able to beat him out. Maybe I don't feel like I got a fair chance to do that. I want to go somewhere and play now, and that's why I'm leaving. Which is 100% clear that's what it is. And the NCAA will see that. He's not going to get a waiver. But it, It'd be one thing if he did get, like if it was legitimately, like he got, like got, like if someone like left a noose on his apartment front door, yeah. I would say, you know what? I would I would not feel safe. Yeah. If someone, if he had gotten some auspicious letter with rocks in it, asking him to, to that the, you know, sons of the Confederacy and the or was having a meeting next door, I would probably, I probably think that's probably not a very safe environment. Yeah, you know, random drunk student does something that's to me unexcusable anyway, but yeah. does it anyway. Gets kicked uh, out. I just don't think that kid's a threat. Yeah. I think there's a lot more people on campus that are probably threats than that kid, but yeah, and don't just like you said, just admit you couldn't beat him, and you want to go play somewhere where you can play right away, and, and you want to be given a job. And maybe he could beat him in two or three years. I don't maybe know. He might cut this upcoming year. You right. never know. Right. Or he sprains his ankle and breaks it, and just what happened to Eason? You come in and there's no looking back. Right. But no, because Dad isn't happy with how it went down so that's that's it and that's all so my dream of having a dual threat quarterback at georgia will continue into the future unfulfilled so that they may never come so the question then is as early signing day looms and by the time this is aired it'll be here and gone but as early signing day looms close what what is the um prognosis for georgia if they lose a quarterback or are they even recruiting a quarterback? They are, and they got a, a guy coming in this summer from Mississippi. He's still threat. I mean, he can run, but he's also a baseball prospect, and some other schools are offering him at different positions. Um, and then so since basically Friday is when Fields apparently told the school he wanted to transfer, and so since this weekend they've been putting out, like they caught up Zach Calzada, and he – Went to Athens yesterday to talk Zach to them. Zach Calzada from Lanier? Yeah. Okay. Committed to Jimbo at Texas A&M. Texas A&M, yep. 
but I don't think I think it's going to be too little, too late. This mm. just this this is probably the worst class of quarterbacks that I can remember in the whatever sixteen years I've followed recruiting. It's it's just there's not there's not many good ones. Oklahoma's mm. got one, but other than that, it's not really the year to be needing a quarterback. So we'll go into we'll go into the spring with one scholarship quarterback unless we can get somebody we can get somebody in there late. Oh, it's not ideal. So they better wrap Jake Fromm in bubble wrap. Yeah. Because if something happens to him, you got walk ons or a true freshman baseball player. Wait, you're 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 saying Joe Tarashinsky all over again? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe not even Joe T. Oof. Oof. Yeah. So we we heard Oklahoma, Ohio State. Yeah. But we haven't heard the school that feels originally committed to. The Nittany Lions. Yeah. yeah. Is that a is that an opportunity? Maybe. Maybe. Oklahoma, I don't think, is gonna they have Spencer Radler, who's the top quarterback in the country coming in. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I mean it would make sense to go to Oklahoma when they've produced two straight Heisman winners. But if he doesn't want competition, I don't think he's gonna go there. I mean, I don't know. And he's got to sit out wherever he goes. Right. Ohio State, he can go, and Haskins will be gone, and then he'll have Tate Martell and some other dude there. I mean, there's going to be a competition anywhere he goes. That's the funny part about it is right here you're basically – you're given the job. You're going to play more, and then you're given the job as soon as Fromm leaves. Basically, it's yours. So now he's going to transfer somewhere and hope to beat out whoever's there and learn a new system, and best of luck to him. So hmm. Penn State, Oklahoma, Ohio State. I would put Ohio State at the top, and then maybe Oklahoma. I mean, I don't know. Those those would be the two front runners. I think if it's Florida State, all then we know that all he cares about is playing right away. Because <laughs> you don't go to Florida State if you win and win a title. You know, no one's going to Florida State to compete for championships right now. Uh, no. 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 I don't think he's going to be... I guess he could... In two years, he could go somewhere in the SEC. Go Tiger. Dude, if that kid shows up at Florida Auburn, I will. that's when I will actually be upset. But LSU, you'll be okay with? Yeah. Okay. You're fine with that. I you mean, nothing against LSU. So, can... Should, I mean... What what about you know who's lost in this right? Nobody's talking about Kelly Bryant anymore, is it? I, th- I thought you were going to say the Yellow Jackets of Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, why would I even talk about that? Yeah. Now I I will tell you we can we can touch on them. They do have a pretty good quarterback who stayed committed. I don't know if I don't know if he will fit into the new offense. But Jordan Yates is a hell of an athlete. Okay. And I think they will. I'm not sure if his recruitment is reopened, but he said he wanted to be a yellow. Or he was wearing a yellow yellow jacket gloves in the state tournament to state championship well, there you game. Go. But I've also heard from a very reliable source that that they will honor scholarships, but a lot of those guys aren't going to play mm. that are currently on the roster. That would make sense. Um, you were I, saying. Go ahead. Kelly Bryant and yeah, Jalen. Kind of, Kelly's kind yeah, of... Yeah, he's kind of lost in this. I mean, I think before... And maybe I just haven't been keeping up with but I, but I had kind of heard Kelly Kelly Bryant's final, you know, where they thought he would go, and then all of a sudden I just I don't hear anything about well, it. Well, he went... He picked Missouri. I, I didn't... I completely uh, missed that. 
That's probably why, because he picked Missouri. Yeah. Like, what? Why would you pick Missouri? Pick Missouri over Auburn. <laughs> and Auburn fans are like, wow, did we just lose a guy to Missouri? <laughs> like, no, no. So, so, so that, that in and of itself is, I just don't understand what Missouri brings, how Missouri makes you ready to go to the NFL. I don't know. Maybe he's thinking, well, Drew Locke built his, his stock up pretty high by throwing it around, but he's not Drew Locke. He, I, I view him and Jalen pretty much the same, except for I view Jalen up above him. Because Jalen has hardware and makes big plays in big games. He does. But I never saw him much from Kelly Bryant that would make me think, that guy is going to be a huge coveted transfer. I don't know. So then, I mean, that and evidently that went without much fanfare to me. And I, I'm sorry, Missouri doesn't move the needle for me no, in, in football. Um, nevertheless. How about the uh, the U had some shakeup, Manny Diaz, gone. Well, I mean, that's the first. You know, I, I kind of feel like whenever your coordinators start leaving, that's the first time. That's the first uh, sign that there's uh, there's trouble in paradise. I mean, it's it's one thing if a coordinator coordinator leaves to take another job, a better job, but I mean, when you start going through coordinators. Coordinator shuffle. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not a good look. Gus Malzahn is now in the middle of too. Yeah, that that really buys you. uh, That buys you basically two or three more years. You get, I I think you get like a year for each coordinator, and then finally the administration says it's it's your fault. Well, the offensive coordinator, that's the position that it seems like was the issue. Like you can't blame a guy for taking a head job, even if it's Temple. But the offensive coordinator seemed like. Offense was y'all's problem this year. Yeah, right? it was a big problem. It was a big problem, and I, th- I think maybe a not an offensive line that hadn't gelled or inexperienced. Or I don't know what the what the key was, but uh, we'll see what happens. No more turnover chain, maybe at the U. Uh, I think they're with, wanting to keep that. They're they're not wanting Diaz to, to take, take it that with them. He, you can't have a t- Temple turnover chain. That's just not the same. That's just not. When I think of Temple, I don't think of chains. What do you think of when you think of Temple? Uh, Cheney. And John Calipari. <laughs> I think That's of what I think of. The Al Cheney and, and Mark Macon <laughs> at point guard back in the 80s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I think of, of John Cheney and, and, and Jim Calipari. And can I, can I see if we can pull that sound in? Yeah. I think we did this like years ago. Oh, in the press conference? Yeah. John Calipari. I don't know why I say Jim. I mean, if I'm sorry if you've been listening to. Let's see if this will come up. Bear with us as we. At number two, Shane fires back. I just got my ass blasted for giving him hell down in West Virginia, and here you get a hell of a job right here today. John Cheney. Good job. Three class guys, and you pick them out here and single them out. You can't get that damn nigga to front of the guy. Shut up, guys. You can't get that front of the guy. Kids are not your 
The smug look by uh, John Calipari John sums Calipari. it up. I mean, that was that was John Chaney, the old Temple coach. Nineteen ninety four. Oh my gosh, that was uh, the year. I, that was a day before my eighteenth birthday, actually. Mm. That's my senior year in high school. Remember that well. That goes that goes down in in lore. So I'm sorry. That's one anyways. of the, to me. That's yeah. So when we think of Temple, that's what I think of is is. Cheney wanting to fight Calipari. Yeah, I think Cheney would have made a hell of a football coach. Probably. Maybe he could come back and. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow. So that's what else is there? That, Quarterbacks leaving, coordinators leaving, and then the sorry freaking bowl schedule. I mean. Yeah, I haven't watched a minute. Have you? Uh, what game did I feel like I had turned on but I wasn't paying any attention to? Was there a game on? Sunday, Saturday? Saturday, there was Utah State and somebody that was on briefly for like 30 seconds that okay. I saw. That, no, I don't it. care. I watched. Okay, you tell me this. Warner Robbins, their coach, <laughs> and with the. Did he explain himself? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So what did he say? So set it up. Set it up for everybody again. It was a. They had, it was overtime, right? Yeah, it was. It was Third and goal. No, fourth and goal. They kicked a field goal. Kick a field goal. The call is roughing the kicker. Yes. The field goal's good. Yes, goes, they were at the three-yard line. Right. So the official, his explanation is, well, the official never told me that my option was to decline it and have first and goal. My option was to take the penalty, and it would still be fourth and goal, is what he was told. Now, sh- I've, I've never coached a football team game before my life okay but i do know that any kind of roughing pass roughing penalty should be a a half the distance or 15 yards automatic first down right you know the rules yeah if it's fourth and 31 and you rough somebody get automatic first down you don't have to get the first down yardage it's automatic first down and so if you were coaching and someone came up right if, if somebody it, it doesn't equate to basketball, but if, if, if you were coaching and you know the rules mm-hmm. and a referee comes and says, okay, well, it's fourth down either way, you would say, no, that's not the rules, you know, and have somebody come over and discuss it. Right. You wouldn't just say, okay, I'll decline that penalty. Yeah. It, it was the be. most bizarre thing in the world. And what's, it, it was the only thing that was more bizarre was that Bainbridge had scored like Four touchdowns that were non-offensive, if I'm not mistaken, that at some point in that game. See, I tuned in at the beginning of the second half, uh, and it was like 35 to seven. Well, that was after they had towards the end scored their second pick okay. six <laughs> because they didn't look capable of scoring offensively. <laughs> they did. They, they, I think, the one offensive touchdown I saw was a a uh, either a flanker pass or a halfback pass where they toss sweep or even maybe lateral and it was a double pass something like gotcha. that. Gotcha. And uh, that was after another Warner Robbins turnover. <laughs> Did that, I mean, it, that was quite a comeback, and then ultimately to be deflated and rally back. I was happy uh, for Bainbridge. It was an area that was hit hard by the hurricane, mm-hmm. and I think it was a, a big win. It was crazy that Bainbridge, it, Lee County and Bainbridge, kind of a similar story. Well, Lee County is kind of a machine, but Bainbridge um, going up, the story I heard, they went up to play – Warner Robbins 
after right after the hurricane. Didn't even have their whole team. Didn't even practice that week and lost like was it thirty eight nothing something like that. And then they come back and they beat them in triple overtime. They had a losing record at some point, didn't they? they had, or close to it. Yeah, they were five and five going into the playoffs. Yeah. And the boys from Decatur County kind of got it done. That's the beauty of an actual playoff, isn't it? Yeah. You got to win five Anybody games. Anybody can win. I mean, and they, they, they beat uh, um, Ware County, uh, no, I'm sorry, Wayne County, who's a pretty good team. They beat Buford. Buford. They beat Stockbridge and um, Warner Robins. is another team I'm forgetting. But Speaking of Buford, um, you're more dialed into the he high gone. school team. Do you yeah. know the reason? I think it was. I heard he was ushered out. Yeah, because they had made two early exits from the state playoffs, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Yeah. Um, John Ford gone at Buford. He's one of the first casualties of the coaching carousel, seemed like. The biggest yeah. one. Um, just very. I think the expectation is they got used to, was it Jess Simpson winning all these state titles or being right there in the championship game? And. It's a different world, you know. I don't think he was getting paid a lot of money too. He's now the defensive line coach, University of Miami. Also, is he? Yeah, or he was. Oh, yeah. um, you mean Jess? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was no, I was talking about Ford. Yeah, he's probably. I mean, That's, he was making six figures, yeah. but but That's, so is Rush, and yeah. I'm I just, guess there's more pressure when you're when you're making a little higher salary and you're in such a high profile place. When was the last Buford player? It was a star in college. Oof. And I'll say, when was the last Buford or Grayson player that panned out and was a star in college? Uh, I mean, Kimdichie, maybe. Yeah. All right. Other than him. Wayne Gallman. Yeah, Clemson. He wasn't really. I, I'm, I guess I'm thinking more Buford players, period, but Grayson. Like somebody like Five a, stars. Like an Alvin Kamara. Well, he was Norcross. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, but yeah. of that caliber. I'm saying one of these guys like D'Angelo Gibbs or like any of these. Grayson has all these players every year, and they, they're not, they don't pan out. I mean, maybe they will. Maybe Wanya Morris um, will. Maybe Owen will. What was the kid? I guess it was Kimbichi. I'm thinking about. But, I mean, that was five years ago. Yeah. It just seems like that. When Grayson, when their players boycotted before the season, that's when you knew. All right, this isn't going to be the toughest no. bunch in the no. world. No. But then Buford, it doesn't seem like they're. Anybody from Buford has really done much in college since, I mean, what? No. Darius Walker. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, but the, I think the GHSA playoffs, if you saw the first slate of games on Tuesday, and the football championships were moved because of the kickball tournament that we were playing in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah, that was so weird. And um, so I will tell you, it was, it was cool to, to be able to watch all the games on my phone at work. Are you good? Yeah. That's good. Um, did you have to listen to the same announcers that I did on TV? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. I mean, you know, it's, it's, they're it's, terrible art. Matt Stewart's always been terrible. Brian Jordan. I can't, I don't know if he has a clue. I don't know if he cares. <laughs> no, I don't think he, he does. Just, I don't think he knows I think everything. Just, and they would disagree on everything and everything he would say would, is, would be like the opposite of what Stewart it, was just, saying. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, it was brutal. You know, my wife was like, well, why don't you do something like that? And I was like, mm. do you think we could apply, you and I, to, to be play-by-play -play in color for the GHSA next year? Yeah, put together a boom goes the dynamite reel, and we're good. 
<laughs> just awkwardly. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know how much of the championships you watched. But what was the most impressive thing you saw in the state tournament? I thought that uh, Hazelwood's touchdown was pretty awesome at the end on the fourth and twenty or whatever, fourth and whatever it was, to go up and catch it, and then you know, like guy playing for his his teammate that died. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was pretty cool. And then um, that's red, red. I mean, I only really watched some of the Cedar Grove and then the Warner Robins game, so I didn't. Mm. I wasn't dialed in. I wasn't watching it work like you were. Well, so you you got to have your priorities in the right place. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm not Mr. High School Football. Well, I'm. I, I, I don't know if I would call myself. I don't have 25 school. interview podcast interviews <laughs> under my belt. You know, with high school coaches. 25 interviews, and I only got one state champion coach. Did you though? Who yeah. Lee? Yeah. Wow. What? How about Blessed Trinity? Yeah, that was. You know. Um, I think that I, – I don't know what to say about them because I saw them play one one time this year at Flowery Branch, and they, they were underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Flowery Branch kind of played the game of their their year. And I thought if there was any team that could, could beat Blessed Trinity, beat Cartersville, I had a chance to see them play a couple times. And Blessed Trinity's defense is just really good mm-hmm. because uh, T. Webb's a pretty good quarterback and – Marcus Gary is a pretty good running back, but man, they just—they just, they just kind of—they're like uh, they just wear on you. And I think Steel Chambers just wears on you. And he just, you know, they—I think they—they they maybe were more prepared than. Well, they got, and that's one of the best names in football right now, Steel Chambers. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that. Are we gonna make playoff picks? College? Aren't we? Yeah, I thought we already did. Did we not? No, we didn't. Okay. So we have Clemson and Notre Dame and then Alabama and um refresh my memory. It's been so long. Oklahoma? Oklahoma? Yeah. Uh are we picking against the spread here? Because I don't have a pin. Yeah, we have, have to because picking e- that would be way too easy to <laughs> to just pick them straight up. We got all right, here's what we're dealing with. Okay. Clemson 13 and a half. Bama 14. Okay. Before we get before we go Clemson 13 and a half and Bama 14. What's the spread on John Cheney kicking John Calipari's ass? <laughs> How do you even handicap that? I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't think it would be possible. You don't think so? How old is Cheney now? Well, I mean, let's flash back to 94. If I was an odds maker, I look at those two gentlemen at that day. And that time and how they look, uh, I still would give Cheney about 10 seconds. Unless he's just a gritty. I think he's gritty. <laughs> I think Calipari, he looks like a weasel, man. But he's got youth. And youth, agility and he yeah, probably just hit and run. Youth is wasted on the young, man. Yeah. Anyhow, all right. So we got Alabama by 14, oh, 14 over Oklahoma. Yeah. it's a lot of points for an offense that can put up points. All right, man, I don't, I don't know about that. The over-under is 80 and a half. That's a lot of, that's a lot of points. The over-under for the Clemson game is 55. That's quite a difference. Wow. That might be the highest over-under of any bowl game, and it's a playoff game involving Alabama. Would you have thought that? Unless somebody thinks that Alabama is playing Temple. That's by far the highest over-under. 80, 80 points are I mean that's that's a score that's forty that's forty two to forty 
five. Man. I don't think I mean you won't you don't think Alabama's defense would give up that many points, but they're suspect against Georgia and then Does Alabama are they angry at Kyler for stealing their Heisman? And do they try to just snap him like a twig? Oh, I think they're gonna snap him like a twig anyway. I picture I picture when I think about that and and how little he is, I picture did you ever watch the Avengers? No. Oh man. I'm sorry, I'm not a Marvel okay. comic person. For those that do, I picture the Hulk picking up Loki and just throwing him around like this. <laughs> he, he just grabs him and just starts smashing him into the ground like a piece of laundry. Just banging him <laughs> like a toy. That's what I picture. I picture an angry Alabama just smashing Kyler Murray. But I don't know. Um, I don't But Bama's defense ain't all that great. No, they're not. And, and that offense is for real. At least for a half, they're going to score like crazy, I think. So I, th- I think it might end up similar to Georgia-Oklahoma last year. You think? And uh, what was the final of that game? Was it 7-10? 52-48, I believe. Okay. Was it 52-48? Something like that. They had 48. Yeah, I think this game will be within 10 points. Okay. I'm not taking Bama by 14. I'll take Oklahoma. Bama won't cover. If we need a score that I'm not writing down. I'm going to go Bama 37, Oklahoma 34. Ooh, close one. Yeah. That's gutsy. Have, I, I, I mean, like that. Have I ever steered away from making a bold prediction <laughs> no. ever in my life? No. I didn't That's say one thing smart. You are. I just said bold. 37-34. I don't think Bam will cover either, as angry as they're going to be. I don't think they'll cover. And um, so I'll, I'll give... But I don't think Oklahoma, oh my gosh. I could see Bama this being a game where Bama runs for like 300 yards on them because I don't even know how much they'll have to pass or how healthy two is. I'll give Bama uh, half 148 and Oklahoma 38. So you like the the over-under at at 80 points, 86, I like the over. The over is 80 is the over 80 and a half yeah. 80 and a half and I'm going under which is probably not a smart bet I well going over on an 80 and a half point spread is not wise <laughs> <laughs> or, or over under is not is not the wisest uh Clemson Clemson and and which one of these games is first it's gonna be Clemson isn't it I mean I'm on I'm sorry how much are you I mean do you care all that much about this game from no, a only, from an enjoyment entertainment yes, standpoint, yes. The only entertainment I will get is if Clemson wins this game. Wins this game ninety nine thousand to nothing. <laughs> I hate Notre Dame. I'm just more than Virginia Tech and more be... than Florida State. I hate them. <sighs> you know, you remember when Miami beat Notre Dame like 40, 41 to eight or whatever it was last season? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm really thirsty again. I'm sorry, I'm lapping <laughs> up my water. Forgive, forgive me. Yeah, I remember. That's what I want that to happen. Your... Yeah, that's what I want to happen to Notre Dame again. I want them to get destroyed. Could be like a thirty-one to nothing all over again, like they did. Uh, Clemson did Ohio State. A I few think years I think Notre Dame is is a little bit better than that Ohio State team. I don't think Clemson. I also think Clemson's defense, like Alabama's, is suspect in my opinion. Mm. 
I think their secondary is. But that's interesting. You think that this Notre Dame team is better than that Ohio State team was. Art's struggling to open his bottle of wine. <laughs> okay. um, Where there's a will, there's a way. So this game will be first. 13 and a half. Clemson, I don't... I don't think either one of us knows what to expect from Notre Dame, do we? In a big no. game against a real team? I mean, they just... They're mystery. They're, they're like an enigma. A are, mystery wrapped in a riddle. They just sh- they just show up. They don't have to play in a conference title game. Win a few meaningless games. Yeah. And then show up and say, we're the number four team in the country. Yeah, we're screw, here. Screw you, Ohio State and Georgia. <laughs> we're right, we right up in here. Yeah. We're ready to take our butt whipping. I think that um, I don't think that Notre Dame. Ouch! Just scared the crap. Licked my hand randomly, and I lifted it up, and I smashed the table. You don't I, think Notre Dame what can outscore Clemson? Hmm. I just think that in a shootout, my money's on Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and, I, and some of the things I saw, I know late in the season, uh, I, I was impressed by Clemson's run run game, mm-hmm. and I think that. Uh, even if Notre Dame jumped out to a big league, I don't think Notre Dame is going to score 45 points. No. And I think Clemson can score 45 points. And I think that's where I'm kind of sitting at. Clemson, Clemson 45. And, and because, Clemson, because of what I saw in their last game of the season against South Carolina – the propensity for Clemson's defense to kind of fall asleep. Uh-huh. I'm going to give Notre Dame 35 points. Oh, another bold 35 points. Clemson does not cover. The cover. Okay, 13 and a half. Right. It's a ten. So I'm taking Notre. I'm taking both dogs here. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go against you here. Uh, I think Clemson will cover. I think they will march up and down the field, kind of at will. I will give them 38 points. I will give Notre Dame 20 points. I'm sorry. 20, 38 to 20. Did you say 30? Oh, 38 20. to 20. So are these? I mean, but are these games intriguing to you, or is it like uh, Bam Oklahoma is okay? Clemson Notre Dame not so much. It's just because Notre Dame doesn't excite me in any way. Nothing about them. Like, Oklahoma has exciting offense, Heisman winner. Bama has two. Uh, Clemson has Trevor Lawrence and that D-line. Notre Dame has Ian Book. I mean, but the pageantry of Notre Dame. Yeah, that's about all that's got them there. There's nothing that exciting about them. There's nothing intriguing about them. They just kind of blah. They yeah. are. They have been since... Since Brady Quinn and Zeph Jamarja were, were out there, you know, running. <laughs> Zeph Jamarja. You know, and playing against Reggie Bush, they they just haven't. There's no flair, or excitement to them. I mean, They're it, just it, dull. So, so who would you rather see the Notre Dame? Then, I mean, what's the if, who if would you I rather if, see than Notre Dame? If you couldn't pick Georgia, all right, um, then I would then I would pick Ohio State. Ohio State. You yeah. think Ohio State could beat Clemson? Yeah. All right, and Notre Dame. I think they have a shot. So, so we both like Bama and Clemson in the in the final. Yeah, and I will tell you that one of my friends would say, 
That's so freaking boring. The same two teams, the same teams end up there all the time. Blah, blah, blah. It is. But it would happen. Do you think it would happen if we had an 18 playoff? Yeah. So what's. Well, maybe. I think if Georgia and Clemson played 10 times, they'd probably split them. So I think there's a chance Georgia could beat Clemson. I also think Oklahoma could beat Clemson. I agree with that. Just on any random yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. And then I think that Clemson could beat Bama. So I think I don't think there would be a guarantee that they'd be in the championship game. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, it's a much easier road to hoe when you only have to play when yeah. two games versus right three. But it's that is what it is. I think, it, but hey, they've they've earned it. One of them uh, has earned it by by beating every team in their conference mercilessly and mm-hmm. and pulling out a win in the championship game and the other one has earned it by being the best team in a conference full of no one so that's, <laughs> <laughs> so that's it no i'm kidding clemson he's built a, a machine there too so so those to him good so those are the only two games you're vested in besides georgia georgia texas yeah and they even that i'm i hope that i hope the team's more Fired up about so, that. So, are you more excited about signing day on Wednesday, the nineteenth, or the bowl game? Uh, more excited the bowl game because I'm more excited about actual results than prospects yeah. and potential. Yeah. So, I mean, if you sign, that's great. It's fun, but ultimately, y'all, you care about signing day because you want your football team to win games, right? So, right. I'm not. Yeah. Bowl game's more important. And losing to Tom Herman, you can't lose to Tom Herman. That's, that's after, your boy. That's after your, all. You, you just completely, you know, threw him under the bus. And if he comes back and beats you guys. Oh, uh, that would be fitting, wouldn't Ooh. it? All right, let's let's go. Last Christmas we tried this. Um, Wait, we, we didn't pick national championship winners. Well, why don't we just wait till the spread? Okay. We don't know the spread. Okay, yeah, that's true. We don't know the spread. Okay. We might have to come back and just post those on Twitter if we don't have All time right. to come back. And but it'll be after the new year. I think we might be able to record before Maybe that, so. that game. Um, last year we did this. I think we did it. We called it "Who's Getting a Lump of Coal." I kind of threw out a couple names, and and we we can call it naughty or nice list this year. We um, but but I want to throw out a couple of names to you. I think that that might end up on a certain list, and you tell me what you think. Am I telling you which list I think they're yeah, going to end up yeah, on? Yeah, Santa's Santa's making his list. He's checking it twice, and and uh, he comes across uh, uh, the Midwest and looks at Urban Meyer. <laughs> you know my answer to that. <laughs> there's, there's, I'm not. Uh, yeah, Urban, Urban ain't on the nice list. Right, so he's getting a lump of coal. Never in his life has been he been on the nice list. I don't think. So does so, he? If Justin Fields goes to Ohio State, does Urban re no, somehow he heal and magically come back? He can't. <laughs> he might. He can. Okay. So yeah, Urban, you didn't even have to ask that. Uh, I'm I'm moving down down south here on this next one, and on Santa's list is Ed Orgeron. Oh, he'll he'll always be nice to me. Edo, I love Edo. What do you you like, Edo? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. go Tiger. Yes, I, I think Ed Orgeron is on the He's nice a legend. list. He will always be okay. The, the only thing that could make me dislike Ed O is if he went to Georgia Tech or Tennessee. Speaking of Georgia Tech, Coach uh, Santa goes to Atlanta and looks at Paul Johnson, who's retiring. Is, is does Paul end up on the naughty or nice list? Uh, nice list. Really? 
Yes. See, I think he ends up on the naughty list because I think he tells Santa he doesn't believe in Santa. So he ends up on the naughty list. I could see that. He's a very grinchy kind of fellow. Yeah. Yeah. Very, what's the word I'm looking for? Smug. Very smug. <laughs> yes. He's a smug fellow. So I could see Santa, you know, trying to teach him a lesson. Yeah. Uh, okay, Santa's. Let's let's switch gears from sports here. Santa's uh, moving over to the Soviet Union, and uh, <laughs> and for some reason, President Putin has sent him a letter. Does Vladimir? Does Vladimir Putin end up on the naughty or, uh, or nice list? Here's what I would say: is he would deserve to be on the naughty list, but. He would somehow, some way, flex some of his clout and, and force Santa Claus to give him all of the gifts from the children of, of Mother Russia. And Vladimir would, Christmas morning, they'd come out and all the kids would say, they don't have any gifts. And he would say, You can't even get it out. I can't. I can't. He would say something, something about about the gifts and how Santa Claus brought them to him because he's, you know, I don't know what he'd say, but he would declare all gifts come to Vladimir, <laughs> all gifts come to Putin. <laughs> there are no presents for children, just Putin. <laughs> Santa Claus bring everything to me. <laughs> uh, yes. Did I tell you about my Russian colleague who thinks Putin's great? Did I yes. Tell you? <laughs> oh my uh, god! Obviously, that the is awesome. the the Russian school system did its job with that one. That is awesome. So, all right. So Vlad on uh, he deserves the naughty list, but he's on the nice list because he manipulated the system. And I can almost guarantee that his nice list consists of one person, and everyone else is on the naughty list hmm. and gets cold. Uh. Or poisoned. <laughs> Donald Trump. Uh, I don't. I don't see any way Donald Trump makes his way onto a nice list. <laughs> do you? Unless he tells everybody he's Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, he could do that. He, uh, or he just keep telling you how nice he is, and if and if Santa didn't put him on the nice list, he'd he'd proclaim it fake and that he's the yeah, nicest. Yeah. I'm the nicest. That's what he would say. I am the nicest. I, I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. So, yeah, I think Donald Trump probably gets a, a lump no. of coal. There's no universe in which Trump or Putin are on the nice list. No. Um, newly elected Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Is she on the naughty list or the nice list? Uh, yeah. Man, you're not going to get any politician from me that's, <laughs> that's going to end up on the nice list. <laughs> they are all... They are all... Almost said in my crosshairs, but I can't. You can't say that. You no, cannot say they're that. They're all. You cannot say that. The target of my disdain. This, yeah, that's a great word. Yes. Brian Kemp, <laughs> the governor of Georgia. He's, yeah, I wouldn't put him on the nice list, but he's, <laughs> he's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, but you need know my thoughts there. It's, he's, he's a clown, but I laugh at clowns. They're, you know, they're, they're funny to watch and somehow he got himself elected. How about golf's comeback kid, Tiger Woods? Tiger? Is he on the naughty or the nice list He'd this year? He'd be on the nice list this yeah. year. He's been good. Yeah. He yeah, hasn't man. acted out. He hasn't... Um, he's also one of the most famous people. To, 
has probably the best. Have you ever seen the picture of him dressed as Santa Claus? No. Uh, for that alone, he will forever be on the, the no. nice list. Uh, Tiger Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> you, you talk for a second while I... Uh, so I'm going to ask you another question while you're searching that. If we have a good golfer, you know I have to mention a bad golfer. Patrick Reed, is he on the golf... Naughty list. Eternal naughty list. Oh, poor Patrick Reed getting lumps of coal. Now we have to go, let's bring it locally. Uh, Red-headed Jenna, does she get on the naughty list? Nice. Nice all day. Shirtless Santa Claus tiger. Uh, so, yeah, everyone. Tiger dyed his his beard white. Uh, Some people might, might know about this, but, uh, yeah, anyways. So, so uh, Red-headed Jenna will forever be on the nice list. Due to the pancake, so she cemented that. What about Falcon fan? And I think he's one of our super fans, Alex Gorin. Not on your nice list. No, he's good. He's on. Yeah, he's on the nice list. Fellow Kane, so no he's definitely. With, yeah, he's he definitely on the nice list. And the Gorin Golf Minute, we said we we're going to bring that back this year, and we never did. We got, but we will. We will bring the Gorin Golf Minute by back. March this year because the players is going to be in March, and that's a big we, one. We got to have Gorin back, and I'm pretty sure he's watching every tournament that comes on. Even now, he he's. He's gotten to the point where he will watch. If it's someone swinging a golf club on TV, he He's will watch it. it. No matter if it's the Champions Tour and it's Fred Funk playing against, you know, Angel Jimenez. Uh, he, he's, he's, yeah. How about our, our good friend who never listens to our podcast but is a really good friend, Justin Gillum? Does he get on the naughty list or does he stay on the nice list? You know, you know the answer to that. You know what? No. I'm going to put him on the naughty list for not listening. <laughs> For for not listening, Justin, the person who, in my mind, I don't know if he's capable of doing anything Naughty, remotely ever. wrong. No, right? No, I'm gonna put him on there because <laughs> because he's never been on the naughty list. I'll t- let's tell him this, Justin. You listen to the podcast. You comment with your F3 Twitter. <laughs> I will show up to F3. Wow, that's a bold statement. I will don't not. Tell him. You can't tell him I said that? All right. So he's got to post on Twitter that I heard the Yeah. I heard the challenge you gotta come to F three. That's Daniel Allen saying that, not Art Mosley. Yeah, not Art, Art. Mosley is not coming Man, to F3. Man, I get I get pressure from multiple F three guys. Th- it's a cult. F three on the naughty or the nice list. Dare we even sing speak out against them? Will we wake up in the middle of the night with chanting outside and them surrounding our house? I think we will. With you know, Arms yeah. locked? Yes, they will, with their three boom, flags boom, and boom, their shovels, boom, and they'll be bring. Um, it's yeah, it's it's borderline cultish. I told them yes. I, I, I get accosted by them in church. I get accosted by them in public. I see their silly stickers on their cars on the way from work. I'm like, why? They speak in code. They do speak in code. They talk about their M's and what's a him and a her and a... And a Pax. Pax, yes. And posting. Yes. Um, I don't... Yeah, I'm... It is a little cultish. It's it's a lot like CrossFit to me. It's cultish. Very cultish. I don't understand how how that works, but... It works. It works. There's a lot of people... In, and and I'll, It's a great... It's a great... I love the idea around it and the whole... You know, their mission... Um, it's, I just, I, when I watch people be completely taken over by something, it gives me pause. <laughs> I think, hmm, hmm. Things that make you I, go. Here's the thing. I don't like, I'm not saying there's a gimmick, but I don't there's like no gimmick. gimmicks. There's I know. No gimmick. No, but 
the whole talking and all these code words and stuff is gimmicky. It is. And, hey, let's all get a Twitter account. Let's all blah, blah, blah. It's gimmicky in the in the way that CrossFit is. Where it's... It, it comes across as that to me. I would say that this is less gimmicky than CrossFit. And probably because I know a lot of the guys that do this. And I attend a Bible study with them every Friday morning. Yeah. And so... you but, get, so th- there's a lot of peer pressure on Friday morning about, or even on Sunday at church, it's like, uh, hey, uh, I say, and I say, yeah, F3 is great for some people. It's not for me. Right. That's the other thing is once, once you've offered someone and like you have given a firm no, let it go. Let it go. Don't keep saying, hey, you got to come, you got to come, you got to come. I get it. It's something you think I would like and it's something that's important to you and it's good. It's not my cup of tea. That's the thing for you. Mm-hmm. For me, I've told him, hey, you start an evening F3, I'll be there every <laughs> single week. I mean, seriously. Yeah, That's what I told the guys I know. You do one that's not at 5.30 in the morning, and I'll, because, you know, but it's, no, but they won't do that. No. They'll get on you for not coming, yeah. but they won't be flexible with their times. Switching subjects, all right, just but stay on naughty or nice list. If you had to put your in-laws on a naughty or nice list, and this is going over broadcast, this is out in the internet forever. Nice. Yeah, you would put your in-laws on the nice list, wouldn't you? You're damn right I would all day long. I have the best in-laws in the world. The best. And you always tell me that, so I know it. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to help you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I guess that's it I have for my naughty or nice list. What, it, any polarizing or intriguing sports moment that, that you will forever remember in 2018? In the event that we don't record next week. That's tough. That's We should have prepped for that one. Well, I, I'm going to tell you right off the top of my head. What? Tiger Woods. Tiger? At, at, at 18? Yeah, at um, Eastlake. In Atlanta? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I. I'm ready for this sports year to be over. This year was probably the the worst sport, and not necessarily for, you know, Georgia didn't go 500. Um, but here's how this sports, for me, the my hierarchy of things I care about in sports is Georgia sports, mm-hmm. golf's majors, mm-hmm. and then it goes, I would say, Fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Now, fantasy is above golf's majors. Okay, but then in terms of real sports, golf's majors, and then March Madness, NFL, etc. Mm-hmm. So we started the year with losing to Alabama in the mm-hmm. title game, sec fourth and second twenty six, right? Yeah. Yep. Then went to my favorite event in sports, the Masters. My favorite, the most sacred event. And Patrick Reed, the only player the in Grinch. the history of the tour that I would ever actively pull against. The Grinch. Yes. He wins the Masters. Mm-hmm. And then Brooks Kepka wins in the U.S. Open, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, great. That's great. Brooks Kepka. I don't hate him, but I don't like him. And then we come. It's just it's, the majors this year. Nobody I wanted win. Brooks Kepka wins two of them. It's just... So golf didn't go well, but then we had Georgia football. That's cool. We'll have something exciting. We got Justin Fields. I finally get the quarterback type that I want, right? which is a quarterback who can run. And we have the great season. We get close, and then we have 
another gut-wrenching loss to Alabama, and now Justin Fields is leaving, and we're going to play. It's Allegedly. Just, it's been a, yeah, it's been a crappy year f- for sports in terms of the big moments that I care about. They haven't gone my way, Art. You sound like an Atlanta, Georgia fan. A fan from the city of Atlanta, Georgia, where nothing goes your way. And if you would just join the movement of the Atlanta United, you'd have a championship. I'm down with the Atlanta United. I'm I'm great. I'm happy for that. I'm just not going to fake pretend like I am emotionally invested in something just to, especially now they want a championship. We can't become fans now. We can't. You can jump on the bandwagon. No, that's, that's how that works. That's I know. God, bright little black and gold. Don't and do red it. Flag and you won't catch me. I, two guys I left off. Actually, uh, well, five guys I left off the nice list. My apologies. Okay. Former River Ridge coach Tyler Wynn. Okay. Uh, coach Josh Shaw at Cherokee turning an zero and ten team to a five and five team. Coach uh, Brent Buddy, who's one of my friends, I'm proud to say one of my friends over at Woodstock, um, who is a hell of a dude to watch a football game with because he can break down any kind of what's going on. Very impressed with him. Adam Carter at Creekview taking a team that had never been past the first round and going to the third round and really giving Lee County a battle. And probably maybe one of the most underrated coaches in the area, Jim Teeter, taking the Sequoia Chiefs to the third round of the playoffs and getting the most out of his guys. So uh, five guys, in my opinion, that deserve to be on the nice list mm-hmm. when uh, when uh, Santa's handing out gifts this year. There you go. I'm sorry, I had to I had to put that in there. Shameless plug for your friends. Should I just run down my friends and t- tell them all? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, I'm sure. just kidding. Sure. I'm just kidding. So we got, we got the naughty and nice thing down. Anything else? Any lasting impressions of 2018 for you? 2018, I'm just going to say, um, yeah, it has been a crappy sports year. Yeah. The only thing that You I, ain't back. Yeah, they're not back. I, I, actually, I'm happy that Villanova won the national title. Yeah. In basketball. Um, I just, yeah, I'm getting old. Next year may be better. Do you have any hope next year is better? Bold, maybe, maybe when we come back next year or or at the end of this year, well, maybe we can make some bold 2019 predictions. To see how yeah, this yeah. we had a few of ours that that panned out, and uh, a few that didn't. But we weren't. I mean, LSU didn't beat Bama. No, or Dron didn't get fired. But no, uh, no. we we hit on a few of them. <laughs> I would say overall, when you when you say a something is a bold prediction. Inherently, it's bold, and the chances of it happening are not great. Right. But we've had our fair share of hits on bold we, predictions we, over the years. Yeah, I agree. I think when it comes to bold predictions, we have a pretty good track record. Yeah. So we'll come back. Uh, so we want to wish all of our listeners a very Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. No, please don't. I hate that song. Prospero año y yeah. felicidad. Whoever, whoever, came, whoever came up with that song, definitely on the, on my naughty list. So you're Lumsicle, racist. I am, extremely. Or you're a linguist. I you guess. <laughs> it's just something about that song that grates my nerves. Uh, okay. There's the there's the Grinch coming out. I, I can be a Grinch. <laughs> it took an hour and six <laughs> minutes, but I pulled him out. <laughs> I was like, wow, he's gone a long way. <laughs> Got him. 
So, uh, yes, we wish you guys much holiday cheer, and we will say Merry Christmas. And for those of you who don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to celebrate the yeah. idea of Christmas. Merry, Merry whatever. Yeah. I whatever guess. it is you do. Because I don't, we don't have time to break down every <laughs> tradition or holiday. That's another podcast for another day. They get the gist. They yeah. know that if we're saying Merry Christmas, that. The whatever they celebrate, or, or maybe, we want them to have a merry one too. Or maybe they don't, and they think we're trying to oppress them. We maybe <laughs> we are the oppressors. The oppressors. You guys have a now great. You know how it feels to be one of the oppressors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a great feeling. Power. <laughs> I am off the rails. I am Arthur Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. We are the role players. Our opinions don't matter. Should listen to us anyway. Thanks for listening, Justin, guys. Justin Gillum. You, you should, should listen. listen. Justin and Daniel will show up at F three. You better Justin. not. But you probably won't. So it doesn't you matter. Cheat with that, by the he's way. He's got a. Wait, what's the? What's we'll the? He's only got one week, right? Basically, we'll publish this. I give him two. I'll give him the end of the year. No, he's got. So we publish this on Friday, and he's got till January thirty, uh, December thirty first. Yeah. All right. God, if that. But caveat. If he listens and I have to go, it's not going to be until the spring when it's warmer because <laughs> I'm not going in the winter. Right. That's it. All right. Y'all have a good week. Bye-bye.